Hey guys, how's it going out there? I'm here with my lovely co-host, Queen Freak. Hey y'all, how's it going? And I'm Madam Freak here with you and we're with Murderous Intent. Yeah, what kind of a week have you had this week? You know, it, it's been a pretty lazy, well, I can't really say that. I got my garage cleaned out, so I guess that's an accomplishment all in itself. <laughs> well, that, and you helped me get my living room situated. Yeah. I yeah. finally got me a, a new couch to put in my living room, and yeah. and believe it or not, today we went out yard sailing, and that was so much fun. There was me and, and Madam Freak and my granddaughter and a friend of ours. We all enjoyed it. Got up at six o'clock in the morning, and let me tell you, we had a good time. I did. I had a blast. We spent way more money, but hey, uh, uh, not to to joke on you, but it's not yard sailing; it's yard selling. We're not sailing to the yard. We're hey, that's just like having a garage <laughs> sale. You go in to have a garage, and they they have nothing. They don't want to sell the the, the garage. Well, no, well, no. You know, um, I did look. Um, you know, we are starting a, a new podcast hosting anchor. Um, we're trying something new here, switching it up. Um, and guys, listen, I, I know it takes long in between the episodes, but I do some major research on my own. Um, I look everything up. I take, I don't just take the first article or the first book or whatever and just take that as word. I go in and really research this information to give you guys the proper information that I have found. And Let me tell you, investigating some of this stuff, it there's so much information out there, y'all. Between I mean, YouTube and all the different websites, it, I just want to make sure you're getting the right information. I, I just don't want to sit up here. I, I'm not here to make money. I'm not. I'm here because I enjoy doing podcasts and I enjoy telling people about the worst, vile, gross serial killers out there because... I'm a serial killer enthusiast. I've been into them for 10 years. and uh, You've been in them for longer than that. They've, they've interest me. I, I just, I can't get over it. And you know, why, why shouldn't I leave that information to myself when I can, there's millions of people out there that might be into the same yeah. thing as that I am. So, and you I want to know how they tick. Exactly. I, I would love to be able to speak to a serial killer face to face and be like, Look, I want to know. I want to know every bit. You tell me firsthand what happened, you know. And, and I'm, I have a strong stomach. I, I can handle blood, guts, whatever. And if you're listening to our podcast, you probably know that we go into the most vile details of these serial killers. But look, we don't leave out the victims. We let them, we give those victims their names. We... We make sure that the victims are not forgotten. Okay. Right, now, because don't the get me wrong. Are, are, I, I'm not. I, I'm not saying it's okay for these guys to do this by any means. It's not okay to kill another human being, and that's why I don't want the victims' names to be forgotten. Um, so I don't want anybody to 
um, think that I'm misrepresenting or I'm, I'm, I'm cheering on the serial killers because I'm not. I'm just interested in them and I just want to know what's in their head and the only way to do that is to do research on them. Right. And, and you know, so far we've done the Hart Brothers of the 1700s and the Bloody Benders of the 1800s and, you know, stuff like that. And, and also... I'm going to put out there that we are now on Patreon um, for just a measly $3. You can become a member and you can get firsthand episodes that won't be put out um, to everybody. They'll be just for Patreon members. Um, and also, if you if you do a measly $9, you will get a firsthand one-on-one talk with uh, me, Madam Freak, and... Uh, my lovely co-host, Miss so, Queen Freak, and I'd love to be able to talk to some of y'all. Oh yeah, I'm, that that would be just so much fun to to hear, you know, talk to someone that has the same interests as me. I, that just that would make my day. I didn't think there was very many people out there that, that was interested. No, but no. boy, I would tell you what, there's a lot of people out there that yeah. are interested yeah. in. Well, this yeah. world is humongous and has billions of people out there, and I'm sure there's one other person at least. <laughs> and and look, I we want people to let us know what how we're doing. Yeah, you know, we can't get better unless we have criticism back. So tell us how shitty we're doing. You know, let us know you don't like this or you don't like that or or send us an email or something or on Twitter or, or anything like that and let us know who you want us to, to research, okay? Oh, yeah, because that, that I would mean, be that, awesome. That way I'm not picking them out of my brain. So. And she's got a small brain, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling y'all. Well, between all of the serial killers and food, uh, there's not much left there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I do want to tell you, Mom, that, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, we're mother and daughter. I'm, you know, you didn't know already. Um, but I checked, and we have on our other um, site, we have 249 downloads. Awesome. That's great. That's great. I, I, I thank every single one of you um, for, down, for downloading, you know. Give us a shout out, you know, let us know, like I said, how shitty we're doing, what we need to do to change, to make this better, to make it more interesting for you guys. I don't want to talk at you. I want to be talk with you where you feel that we could be a part of your day or your week. You know, we want to, for you to feel comfortable to listen to us. So please let us know on our email, on our Facebook, on our Twitter anything like that um how we're doing and if it's shitty tell us tell us so we can get better i promise y'all we've we've had a lot of glitches with the computer with the soundboard with the microphones with everything so just bear with us once we get (laughs) going here i promise you it will get better and we will make sure that we will be on a time schedule. That is what we've been working on, is trying to get a time schedule going for everybody. That way we can, 
I, I don't, all I know how to do is to sit here and talk on this microphone. Well, my microphone just fell apart. So, um, yeah, that's about how our, that's our, about our times our go. Time. But, you know, we're just some country bumpkins from from the South that are just trying to get some information out there. So, we're, like I said, I'm not here for money. I just want to be get my information from my head to you guys um so yeah um i think we're gonna start out our 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 episode hey first we need to throw out a warning oh yes yes this i'm going to do a blanket brutality alert for this whole episode okay there's gonna be tons and tons of blood um, and there's going to be some major torture. Um, there's going to be major everything. So, so if you're 18 if, years or younger, you this don't This is need... not an episode for you. Um, if you are have a weak stomach, um, I, I completely understand. You don't have to listen. Um, but our podcast is to go into the vile nasty details of these serial killers um and when we have when we do that sometimes we have to go into some really brutality stuff so yeah and and y'all i'm gonna tell you what i'm 59 years old and some of this stuff on this lady turned my stomach oh uh, for sure uh for sure and and i'm an ex-nurse and I've seen it all. Gunshot wounds, everything. And I will tell you what. It turned my stomach. So, uh, like yeah, I said, I I've got a strong stomach, but there was a couple of times that I had to stop my research because it was... It was bad, y'all. That disgusting. But, so, I just... <clears throat> I'm not going to go in and tell every little time there's brutality because that will be every other sentence of this episode so i'm just gonna put a blanket brutality alert for this whole episode um and uh you know how do they say it warning for mature audiences only exactly yes 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 very much so okay so this episode is going to be on elizabeth bathory and it will probably be in two parts at least Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. We're not for sure yet, but we're going. We'll see how long it it, it goes. Um, okay, so anyhow, Elizabeth Bathory, um, the Blood Countess. I'm not sure how many people really know about her. Um, I did because uh, I'm a I'm into serial killers. You know, and, but I didn't know anything about. I had heard other things about her uh, Bathory, but I've never heard what you researched. Right. Well, that I mean, a lot of the stuff that I learned about her through this research, um, I didn't know. Um, you know, the biggest thing was she was known for bathing in blood um, of her victims. Oh, yeah. That was the biggest thing, was the bathing of the blood. Um, but as we will learn, uh, that was just a myth. And really? if you think about it, if you think about it, you couldn't really 
do that, but I'll get into that a little. Well, I don't want to jump into it because I'm going to get into all that later. Okay. So, I'm going to start off as every every time I listen to the radio or I listen to the podcast or if I listen to something, they always have prolific. This serial killer is prolific. This serial killer is prolific. Well, how many fucking serial killers out there could be for prolific? What I was like, what mean? What in the hell does that word mean? So I looked it up. I, I'm dumb. I, I'm college educated, but I, there's some things that I just didn't uh, pick what? up or I might have learned it and forgot. So I, I looked it up and prolific means producing many works or present in large numbers or quantities. So they're saying when a prolific serial killer, that means they've got a large quantity of uh, of people or whatever. So there could be several different serial killers that are prolific. Okay? Because look at Ted Bundy. He killed over 30 people. You know, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, he had 17. Gary Ridgway was over 90. Uh, so John, they're saying John roughly, Wayne Gacy. Yeah, they're just saying large years. quantities. You know, okay. a serial killer, to become a serial killer, you have to have three, um, kill, at least three killings in with a cool down period in between, I believe is the way they present it. You know, oh, really? I did not yeah. know that. I, they have to have, it can't, it, it has to have a cool down period because if not, it would be a mass. Uh, like a spree, spree oh, killing. Okay, like this, like this. Like this. if somebody went and shot somebody, and then at the gas station and drove down and shot somebody, you know, so that would be like a spree killing. Okay. 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 The the serial killers are kind of more thought out. They're more, um, they have more. So there can be more than one serial killer that is prolific, but I have to say that. The one person that deserves that word to be in front of their name is Elizabeth Bathory. Well, didn't you say about her that she is in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most victims? Yes, yes. That that's I, what I, I heard. I, I I haven't actually. I, I checked didn't, it out. Uh, did you look and it up? And she is. See. Oh, and what, what, 650 victims? Six, they, over 600. They said over at 600. least over 650. Over 600, yeah. And so I, I would honestly say that Elizabeth Bathory deserves to have prolific, prolific before her. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not cheering her on by any means. Right. And I'm not saying that it's a great thing for her to, to have that. I'm just, I never understood what prolific meant. So I wanted to make sure I understood, you know. Well, I'm glad you did because I, I didn't you know. You know, what bring that meant. to people's attention that yes, there can be more than one prolific serial killer out there. Because I believe, honestly, if you're over just a couple, then you should be prolific because that is a, a large number. I mean Three or four people killing, that might not be a huge number, but... It's still a number. It is still a large number to kill someone. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so anyhow, I would have to say that Elizabeth Bathory is the most evil, vile, prolific serial killer in history. 
Um, Transylvania uh, Countess Elizabeth Bathory, the blood countess, is uh, often described as the first atypical and very rare pathological uh, hedonist, just female serial killer, as opposed to other typical uh, serial killers. Like, well, you don't say, have very many female serial killers. Well, you've got a lot of black widows out there. But the, there's there's several, and that's what I'm saying is you have the the typical black widows, which they go after men with man. money, you know, yeah. um, uh, or women with money, you know, and they just they just want to be with them because of their money, and then they kill them or, or do whatever. Then you've got your poisoner caregivers, which could be nurses at the hospital that right. overdose you know the hero complex you know, yeah they try to save them or whatever so what they're saying is normally women don't just go out to kill if they kill they've got a partner you know okay. carla homoka i have to say who <laughs> i'm not gonna say that um I, and for some reason, it just slipped my dang mind. Who, who, it, what his name is? It left her brain. It left my brain. I said her name, and it completely left my brain. But she was partners with. Crap! I'm gonna have to now. But what I'm trying to say is, if women kill, they're attached to a man. The Sunset Strip Killers was um, uh, something Clark and um, Bundy. Clark and Bundy, uh, she, he used her, and they killed a bunch of people in L.A. What okay. about that? Oh, that one girl. Uh, where, where's her? Oh, you're talking about Eileen uh, Warnos. Yeah, Eileen Warnos. She was. Um, Did she work with somebody? No, she didn't. She was, and I will probably get into her uh, on another episode. Um, she was a prostitute. Um, okay. And she uh, shot her John. She killed her John. And, I, and I'm not going to get into because I'm I don't want to get into my opinion on this, but um, she I think she only having like seven or nine victims there. So okay. yeah, she did. She was alone in her in her stuff, but um, she was still considered a serial killer. Right. And she was still put to death because she was a serial killer. But she did not have a man or a partner, a partner. To, per okay. se. So what I'm saying is, when women when women are killing, normally they have a man. Right. Or they're poisoning their kids or their husband or you know something right. like that. So. They're saying Elizabeth. They're saying Elizabeth Bathory was an atypical because she did it just for the blood, just for the blood part of it. So um, her victims were not political rivals or intimate partners, but they were just innocent peasant girls, young peasant girls, ten to twelve, ten to fourteen. Oh my God! They were very young. Yes. Very young, and most of them um, were her servants, um, or uh, they were peasant girls that were sent to the, her castle to learn 
quarterly uh, etiquette. How to, you know, set a table. What's yeah. the, the proper etiquette of the, the royal, you know. Okay, how so, to walk, how to stand, how to right, fart. Right, right. <laughs> how, how not to do that is more like it. Um, so, she was born in 15, 1560, 1561. So, guys, we are going way back. Way, way back. 400 years. Is that right? Four, five hundred years. Yeah. Something so, something like that. Um, I, I'm not good at math. <laughs> but she was she was born somewhere 1560, 1561, something like that, um, in Hungary, uh, into a Transylvania branch of the very powerful and wealthy Bathory, fam- Bathory family, uh, which dominated... The whole eastern region of the Holy Roman Empire, which today is like Hungary, Slovakia, and Poland, that area. Oh, okay. Okay. And see, the way I'm understanding it, and I could be wrong, I'm just saying this is the way that I understand it, is that... Okay, so uh, Elizabeth Bathory, she was born in the way I understand it, okay, uh, it, and I could be wrong, is back then, and it should, it, it might still be going on now, in each region, you have a king, queen, a nobleman type, um, heads, lords, lords, yeah. lords, things like that. In each area, okay? Right. And then over each area, you've got a huge crown that covers all the whole all of the whole all thing. Of it. Like, right, like Britain, you know, that right. kind of thing. So, Hungary, Slovakia, Poland, all that, you know, was over one huge big crown, okay? And the Bathory family <clears throat> was very prominent family, um, a lot of them, uh, she had an uncle uh, that was a king, I believe, of Poland. Um, she had several, uh, uh, she had a niece that, uh, or she was the niece of a Hungarian nobleman, uh, Stephen Bathory, um, the king of Poland, and the prince of, I think her nephew was a prince of Transylvania. Um, so she was born. On August 7th, 1560, 1561, somewhere around there, to her father, Baron George VI Bathory, and Baroness Anna Bathory. And like I said, on her mother's side, she was the niece of the nobleman. Um, So her family was a very prominent family. Very well to do. Very well to do. And everybody in that area knew their family. Um, her, they had several servants. They had castles, you know. I'm sure they had a winter castle and a summer castle. And <laughs> oh, heck, oh well, I wish somebody give me a castle. <laughs> well, that's the that you know back then that that I you'd have to be a, back then you'd have to be royal to be able to make it and have a decent life back then. Oh yeah, because if you were a peasant, you were fucking screwed yeah pretty much. pretty much um but as a young woman she was very intelligent 
she was sent since she come from a prominent family they sent her to a prominent school right which she learned latin greek german and hungarian so she was extremely smart um she was endowed with a, a very great education she was wealthy she had a notable social ranking so she was very confident in herself because she had all of these things right she came from a wealthy family she went to a wealthy school you know she had a very high social ranking so she just thought that she was untouchable at this point you know yeah she could do whatever the hell she wanted to whenever she she wanted wanted to exactly but the one thing that uh, she had an issue with when she was younger was she had seizures. Really? Yeah. She had That's major, bad. major seizures um, that she would lose control. She'd have fits of rage. She would have brutal migraines. Um, and on top of all of this, that you know, she was also seeing torture being going on through her family as well okay so she witnessed a brutal punishment um, given out by her family's officer uh, that her several times they would just you know go out there and just beat the officers you know the the family wouldn't do it they would have the officers doing it right um now she wasn't the only disturbed (laughs) family member in her family she has some pretty crazy kin as well um one of her aunts taught her sadomasochism oh my lord and she also learned about satanism from her uncle oh Um, no and we will talk about her aunt here in just a few but um her aunt was um, today's world, she would be normal. <laughs> I have to say, uh, she'd be normal. But in those times, she was fucking out of her mind. Okay. Now, was this her mother's sister or um, her father's? I believe sister? it was her on her mother's side. I believe it was on her mother's side. So her mother could have been. I I, I didn't I didn't research her parents. Right. You know, I just. This is who her parents were, you know. Maybe I should have just to get a little bit more understanding, you know. And it didn't, it didn't say a lot about how she was treated as a child, other than these rage fits and that she would throw. She got away with. Right. She was never punished for. So I can't really say, you know, if it was her mother or father's side. It just said aunt. Um. Now, her parents were cousins, distant cousins, okay? But this was a normal thing back then. Right, because you wanted to marry into a a noble nobility. Right, so so they were both parts of the Bathory family, but they were on way distance, distant, you know. Um, They, but even though she came from, you know, cousins per se, since that happened so many, you know, happened all the time back then. Because, look, the the way back then, you know, now we we find someone that we love. Regardless who it is, 
we gender, love whatever. If we, our heart is our heart and we're going to find who we love. Right. In this era, and mostly in a prominent family like that, they have to marry within the same or higher social standing. Right. And wealth. Well, that still goes on today. Uh, yes, it, it does. It, it does. Yeah, in certain parts in of, certain in, parts, it of does. the world. And see, that that's what happened was to stay wealthy, they were just distant cousins, and they were they married. They wanted to keep it in the family. <laughs> they kept it in the family. <coughs> so, <coughs> like I said, she suffered multiple seizures um, that... It probably was epilepsy, but back then, it was just an illness, okay? Now, this part, um, and, 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 and it could be caused by the, I don't know what that was, but ow. It could have been caused by the inbreeding of her, of her mom and dad. Right. So, the, these seizures and these fits of rage, the, the way they... See, now we go to the doctor and they give us some pills or some syrup and, you know, it helps with epilepsy. You know? Right. Or smoke some pot, you know. Right. They, they give you some pot, you know, to calm your, your seizures or whatever. What they do back then. Back then, <laughs> this is cracks me up. The, the treatment including rubbing blood of a non-sufferer, a non-person that didn't have it epilepsy okay rubbing their blood on the sufferers or the victims lips Ooh, yeah yeah or coming up with this concoction which the person had to be dead but you take the blood and crush up the skull cut open the head get the skull crush up the <laughs> the the skull you mix the blood and the, the skull together, and she drank it. Ooh, yuck. And, and so every time she had a seizure, that's what they would do. That's what the treatment was. So it, think about it, okay? I, I mean, I'm not sure how many of you out there know who, you know, how far, which we'll get into it, how far she went with this blood thing, but maybe it was a little bit of. The way she was raised, and she was trying to get rid of her epilepsy, so she thought the more blood that she had, the better, you she know, would she would be, the, and she would get rid of it. Now, nowhere did I find whether it helped or not. It did not say that she had seizures as an adult. Now, she was a bitch. <laughs> she was a see you next Tuesday, but... It never said if if she actually continued, continued with, with the seizures. Now, I had seizures when I was a kid. And you outgrew them. I outgrew them. My oldest daughter had seizures when she was a child. She outgrew them. Right. That's probably what happened to her. Is she had them as a child. She hit a certain age and she outgrew them. A but good she, possibility. But she continued on with this concoction and she was still thinking and, and if you sit there and think about it nowadays you know they've got the MRIs and the I, right. all of that mm -hmm. and they can tell you what's 
going on in your brain and and all of that. Where back then, they didn't know any of that. Yeah. yeah. So she may have thought, well, I'm not having any seizures, so this is I'm going to continue out. to do it. I'm right. going to continue exactly. with what, exactly. what they're prescribing. Exactly. And, and that, that totally possibly could, you know, could be. Um, and they also said, uh, you know, uh, something that maybe had, uh, what's the word, had a... Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. I just, um, the words just left my brain again. You but, brain part. Yeah. Um, uh, another reason maybe why she was so cruel um, in her later life was that she was trained by her family. Um, there's several stories of the way that her family's officers treated um, people were yeah. torturous. You know, she learned a lot of her torture um, techniques. techniques from her her family, okay? So... And, and that's scary because even nowadays that happens. Right, right. You know, I mean... Well, she witnessed brutal punishment executed by her family's officers, and then she was taught by family members the sadomasochism, the Satanism, she also had a, a family member that taught her witchcraft. Um, but, uh, and she was raised as a Cal- Calvinist Protestant, um, which I didn't really research that. So I'm not sure what they're, exactly their beliefs are either. Protestants um, close to kind of like a, a Baptist kind of. Okay, you know, so, except so she's the witchcraft got some and the Satanism sure in the hell didn't go along with her being a Protestant. Right. I, if I, I, I mean, I'm not sure. Like I said, I didn't research that, so I'm not really with that. And uh, so, but so she was prone to fits of rage and violence as a child. But she, like I said, she was never chastised for it for any bad behavior. So her parents just let her run amok and do whatever the fuck she wanted to do. So. She was a spoiled fucking little brat, is what she was. Sounds like it. She Sounds got like what your, she wants. Your great grandma would have used the switch on you. Yeah, yeah. She would make you go out to the yard and get your own switch to be busting your ass with. And so, it better be the kind she wanted. <laughs> if not, you were sent back and uh, busted even worse. So, yeah, she she was. my understanding a very bad child and she just wasn't a very good so and i and it might be because her parents felt sorry for her because she had the seizures so she was probably she was probably babied because she had the seizures and maybe they didn't know what they were and so they kind of didn't get on to her about it which I and back in those days too (laughs) if i if i remember right from all the things that I go into, because I, I, I go into the documentaries and all of that, and uh, it may have been where they thought the devil was coming out of her. Well, or she had a demon in her. Well, but th- then that would go right along with the Satanism and the witchcraft. Right. So, maybe. 
maybe we weren't there right so we can't, we, say. We can't look, say we're all this is all allegations this is our opinions we're not saying any you know of, of this it belongs know, it, 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 right. it's our opinions and, and so who knows who knows the way on. her her family felt you know we just know that she had seizures this was the way they treated her with them she had fits of rage she had very bad migraines which normally when you have a seizure you have a migraine along with it or you have the migraine before the seizure kind right of thing. and I, I i'm prone to have migraines and let me tell you those migraines are they're bad they're horrible you can't go in the light a sound anything but so along with the the things that she's witnessed her family do and and this is all as adolescents this is all 10 and younger okay so oh we're not gosh. even at the age of 10 yet okay so she watched her family's officers put a criminal now it didn't say what the criminal did it just said criminal okay and into what they did was they took the criminal they took a horse they split open the belly of the horse stuffed the criminal in the horse and sewed the horse back up oh that poor horse i i know what in the hell did the horse do the horse didn't do anything so why in the fuck are you putting someone in the horse oh that's bad i i, I mean and she's seeing this as a child and and, and the thing is is that that criminal in that horse is stuck out in the in the main courtyard or the main village yeah until both of them die so if the horse dies and the criminal's still alive he's, he's stuck, stuck in there. there until he dies no food unless he eats the horse from the inside out oh god i, I mean I, I can see torturing the criminal back then uh, you know, for doing whatever. And I'm sure he sold some bread to take home to his family. Probably. You know. But what did the horse do? Unless the horse was... Belonged to the... To the, to the criminal. Uh, but that's, still. That, but the, still it's the, the horse did That's animal cruelty. But, but back then, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. I'm sure they ate dogs and cats and stuff back then, so... Well, I know they ate horse. They, yeah, so. But, but but this is the kind of stuff that she's seeing, okay? So, as an adolescent, she's learning this stuff. So, I believe, you know, I'm always talking about, is it nurture or nature? I think this is nurture. I think so. It, it's completely I mean, the, the way, way that sounds. she was brought up. I mean, they gave her blood to drink as a child. You know, for her seizure, seizures, she saw torture going on by her family. Right. This is all stuff that she's been taught. Been taught, and when you're taught something like that, it sticks with you right. for the rest of your life. So she has an aunt, a Clara Bathory. Um, she was all about killing too. Okay, so it was rumored to say that she smothered her second husband <laughs> herself. Yes. Smothered her second husband. Oh, I don't want to sleep with you tonight here. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, you're snoring too loud. <laughs> Let me cover up your head with a pillow. Let me sit on that pillow while it's yeah. over your face. Yeah. 
So this is the one that I said that if she was here in modern times, she would be normal. Okay. Because I not, no, wait, let me take that back. Cause I just said she killed her husband and making that normal. I'm not saying that killing her husband is making, is normal. I was fixing to say, no. you need to back no, up. No, let me back statement. up. That part is not normal. No, no. But they said that she was bisexual and that she practiced sorcery in her spare time. Uh, and she, uh, instructed Elizabeth in the dark arts. I'm just saying that there's people out there like that. Right. You know, that believe in the dark arts and, you know, right. sorcery and... So, she was... The Ottomans, the, um, they're like security guards, and I believe her and her little male lover were in the middle of doing their thing and the one secure one ottoman um skewered the young man uh and, and uh, don't you mean uh it's it's skewered but it's called uh when i think of a skewer i think of like steak and potato and onions and mushrooms and carrots and tomatoes and uh, put it on my barbecue. That's what I think of. It it starts with a P, right? Yeah. uh, Uh, Either way, it's skewered. They stuck a fucking rod up his ass probably. Excuse my French. And like about uh, like a like a like a damn hog. That they are going to barbecue. Yeah. You know. Uh, I'll think of the name here in a little while. So, that's what they did with him. And, and then her, they held her down in the, the the guards or the Ottoman garrison. They repeatedly raped her. Um, so, Bathory, you know, Elizabeth knew this about... So... And that was probably her favorite aunt. Probably. I mean, you know, I'm sure. How dare you do that to my aunt? Exactly. Exactly. So, at the age of 10, uh, she was engaged. Now, she couldn't get married until she was 15. But, like I said, at that time, they were pre-opposed to being married to someone in the same social ranking as them. Um, His name was Count... Bernick, not his day. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm country. I'm southern. I, I am not very good at pronouncing. So I'm just gonna put a blanket sorry out there to all of the ones that are from Hungary or anywhere around there, and I pronounce it wrong. I'm not trying to do it on purpose, and I'm not trying to make fun of anybody's name. So. Um, Honey, don't don't ask me to pronounce it. Please, please forgive forgive me, but I I am trying. I, I am trying, and I probably just chopped out those two names up. But I'm just gonna call him the Count. Okay, that'll work. The Count. Um, but he was he was four years older than she was. Okay. Okay. Um, and he was the son of Baron. Tomas, not his day, 
and Orsalia Kanzia. <laughs> I know I said it wrong. Um, but their, you know, their marriage was supposed to take place later because she was way too young. Now, at 13, okay. What happened? <laughs> she gave birth to a child from a peasant boy. Oh. That apparently worked for the Bathory family. Okay. Oh. Yeah. That was and a that, no, And that no, was a no, no, no. Because, look, they, that when she was isolated, she was confined to the castle for that whole nine months she was pregnant. Her parents were so worried about their reputation. They, they were not going to have a 13-year-old have a baby from somebody that was a peasant. That was not in the same social ranking as them. So she, they held it from everybody. That's so, like watering down blood. Yes. Your royal blood just got fucked up. Yeah. So what they did is, like I said, they made her stay in the castle um, the the whole nine months. Uh, she could roam around the castle, but she just could not go out. Now, the servants and stuff knew. Right. But they, you know, if they were... To say anything, they were to be punished, right? Right. Um, the child, once she gave birth to it, was given to uh, a local family um, that was um, uh, very trustworthy to the Bathory family. So, they knew that the baby would be taken care of. Right. Okay? So, so nobody, it, but, it was well, like... at least they made sure that that baby... Was taken care of. Right, they right. Just, they they didn't just kill it and or bury it or just let it die. It and it, and it never said what the baby's name was, anything like that. They they it was like it was given to this family and washed away. That never happened. This baby uh, was there now. You know, it never happened. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, so she goes back and tries to be a virgin again. Right, right, right. But so the count found out about it. <laughs> oh, I don't like that evil look on your face. <laughs> so, he found out about it. And he, the poor peasant boy, which I'm sure it was all Elizabeth that seduced him at 13. A good possibility. I, I could really see that happening, you know, with Everything else that she's got going on, she thinks she's hot shit, and she can do whatever she wants. And she's, and she's like, been schooled in sadomasochism. She could have went over there and said, uh, come here. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so, then, then boys don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sure a lot of them, the peasants that work for the Bathory family, they were scared, and they did whatever they were told. Here, well, I think I would too, because I wouldn't <laughs> want to be sewed up and put in a horse. No. So the count, when he found out about the lover, he castrated the poor boy. Oh no! Yeah, and then he threw him in a pen of dogs and let the dogs tear him apart. So he caught off his balls and let the dogs and eat let him. the dogs eat him. And now this was before. <laughs> they were even married. They were still engaged. So, 
That poor boy. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't his fault, you know. I'm sure it wasn't. But anyhow, uh, uh, it didn't happen. It didn't happen, according to their family. They washed it away. So. Yeah, they washed it away. <laughs> they fed it to the dogs. Fed it to the dogs. <laughs> so. Hey, <laughs> you don't no longer exist. You belong to the dogs. Exactly. So. The, the dog shits you out. Yeah, yeah. And, and there was no, nothing left after that. So, uh, Elizabeth and the Count got married on May 8th, 1576. She just turned 15, and the count was 19. So, you know, he was about four years old, yeah. older. Um, now, since her, this is, this is where I say she's, she paved the way for some of us women now. Because since her social standing was higher than her husband's, she refused his last name. And his, his petty ass took her last name. So they became Bathory's. Yes. Now, their children weren't. The children took his name. But she was not going to get rid of her name because her social standing was higher than his. So she paved the way for a lot of women I these days. I wonder how many days. To... I'm curious on how many women back in those days that had a higher standing that did that? Um, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I can't say for sure. But but he assumed the surname of Bathory. So, um, the Count, he became the chief commander of the Hungarian troops in 1578, leading them to war against the Ottomans with um, and with her husband at war. Um, he gave Elizabeth all the responsibilities of taking care of the castle. So she was, she was working. She she was taking care of business while he was gone. You Didn't know, he just give like her the castle. Well, I'm not there yet. Just oh. shush. I'm not to that point yet. Be quiet. So, um, she he gave her all the responsibilities to manage the business affairs and the estates, um, and to provide for the poor of. Uh, of the Hungary and Slovakia and their medical care. So she was working. She was working hard, you know, yeah. to, she took care of business. I have to say, you know, as far as I know, she took care of business like she was supposed to. Now, this marriage was a very happy match. Um, they were considered a power couple lorded over the vast network of castles uh, countries, manors, houses, and palaces in Prague and Vienna and other cities. So they they owned were, everything. Yeah, they were uh, pretty well off, I have to say. Um, at their country estate, inside the walls of their castle, um, the life and death power uh, powered over their servants and peasants. Um. She often was left alone in charge as her husband was gone. You know, he was he was in a war, so he was gone for a really long time, right. you know. And in, I'll bring in, uh, when they got married, he, his mother had bought a castle, and it's castle, um, I can't say it, uh, 
It bought him a castle. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. She, he, and as soon as they got married, he transferred it to Elizabeth okay. as a wedding present. Okay. okay. And said, you know, here is your wedding present. I want to know where my castle is. I didn't get, I've been married for 20 years and I don't have a castle. Uh, I've been married four times and I still don't have a castle. I live in a measly one bedroom apartment. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, this is my castle. Uh, Yeah. Hey, hey, wherever your home is, that's your castle. That's it. Yeah. So now um, he, he was, when he was away, um, he was fighting the Turks in the South. Um, He was developed a, a, a very vast um, distinguished reputation as being a fierce warrior. So he apparently did pretty good, yeah. you know, um, in, in while he was in war. Well, at least he didn't die. Well, not yet. Not didn't get killed. Yeah. Now, even though her husband was gone for years at a time, um, he had schooled her on some techniques of torture, um, when they were together. Oh, really? When he was home. Um, he, you know, he, oh, it was Castle of, and it's C-S-E-J-T-E. Sure. Castle C. Oh, okay. Yeah, Castle C. Um, which was located in Little Carpatrians near the present day uh, Trincia, Slovakia. So he bought her a castle in Slovakia, pretty much. Um, and I, again, I'm sorry, guys. Um, so now Elizabeth and the Count had several different children um, in the 30 years they were married. Yeah. Um, Anna Nottis Day was born in 1585, um, and she later became the wife of. Nicola the Sixth, which was a Croatian count, Um, and then she had a daughter named Orsica, not a stay. She was born in 1590, who later became the wife of Istvan the Second, Bieno. She had another daughter, uh, Catalin, or they also called her maybe Katrina. Um, not a stay in 1594. Um, she had one, Andreas, not a stay, 1596. And um, Paul, not a stay, um, which was 1598. And he was the father of Franz III, not a stay, who was one of the leaders of the uh, magnet. Uh, conspiracy against the Holy Roman Empire. So apparently he was a big guy. Yeah. So he was the father of this one. So, um, and uh, Leopold the first. So he he fought against uh, Leo the Roman Empire. Leo the first. Some accounts indicate that the couple had another son named Michalos, not a stay, uh, but nothing can be confirmed of that. Um, it might they it said it might be a cousin because or they might have died young um either way it wasn't in her will when she died so 
It sounds like he died. He died. Right. Maybe he died. Um, or and she has supposedly had a, another one. Um, a Gregory Nodeste, um, and that one was another infant that possibly passed away. Um, but so she had how many was that? Six. I don't know. I wouldn't count. Six, five, something like that. But three, yeah. So five, but three for sure were alive. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, but her children was raised just like she was by the governors. You know, the parents didn't yeah. raise them back then. It was the nannies and the, the governess and, and everything that. like that. So and I'm sure that they had the same opportunities uh, that she did. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, during the long Turkish war, um, it said, uh, starting in 1593, Elizabeth looked after her husband's estate and provided well for her children and took on various lovers. So, while the mouse is, or the cat is away, the mouse will play. That's is that it. the saying? That's the saying. And that's what she did. And can, um, can and, and I'm sure you, he did it too. I mean, uh, he, just because uh, he was there. I bet you that some of those kids. <laughs> okay, she just poured Sprite just at me. All over her. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. At least it didn't get on the computer. <laughs> that's funny. Hang on, we got 15 minutes and then we'll clean you up, okay? Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's uh, okay, so in, uh, what I was, what what was, I was saying <laughs> was, uh, I'll bet you some of those children were not. <laughs> you, you're going to use the dog toy. <laughs> well, can't get up and stop and go to the kitchen, so. Uh, but I'll bet you some of them kids were not his. It's possible. I mean, and there she... might be more out there. And Mikolai mm. or whoever it was yeah. might have been not a stays uh, it, concubines. It, 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 yeah, it's possible. And, and you know, she he while he was gone to war, I, I'm sure there was women up there prostitutes or whatever that I'm he sure, was raping yeah. and killing and yeah. you know so her bed her side or her husband's side was never cold was never cold uh, pretty much um she was being surrounded by servants and the girls who were sent to the castle by their parents to learn quarterly manners the countess learn the etiquette etiquette yes etiquette poor poor girls if they could only see the future <laughs> so uh, as and as adolescent can't even talk elizabeth used her powers to torture to death in most horrific and sadistic ways on her servants but mostly peasant girls um like i said between 10 to 14 she liked them young she liked them really young. Really young. And they had to be virgins. All of them had to be virgins. 